0: Goff out, Sakari out, Jabir out,
1: Hadamaya out. Surely we must be near the final in Qatar. No, we just finished the second round. Yeah, nothing like Ben to bring your mood
2: down. Please join us for this episode of The Countdown because we have some positive news too. Luca Darderi, he's flying the Italian flag, making Sina proud. We've got Osaka back, she's looking okay. Rabakina is proving the doubters wrong. So sit back, get yourself a hot drink or a cold drink, and welcome to the countdown. Novak so Djokovic has won the Australian go World for
1: 35 matches unbeaten. He's done it, Carlos
2: has has won Wimbledon. He wins this 14th round of Gareth title.
1: Ha ha! welcome back tennis fans and welcome back on a day that game to love really comes into its own. It is the day of love. It is Valentine's Day, JG. Happy Valentine's Day to you.
2: Well, it's nice to see that you've got a little bit happier from uh, the intro where you was naming all of the players which have gone out. Uh, A very scathing report on the day in Doha uh, and some other tennis players as well. There was some good stories i did try and highlight them and we'll be going through everything in this episode uh before we get into it have you ordered your roses ben uh on special delivery for valentine's day Have you got the chocolates ready what's the plan this year
1: yeah i mean they're all uh suspended in a net uh all that (laughs) happens is i pull a string and then they all (laughs) fall down from the ceiling in the morning i mean that's just the way it's probably gonna go isn't that what everybody does no i got a thousand roses and filled up a hotel
2: room maybe you're not as romantic as me but let us know what your plans are on valentine's day um maybe your plan was to watch the countdown which if so hopefully you get a better plan for next year this video is brought to you by manscape the number one grooming trimming product for your balls and your bodily hair Me and Ben have worked with Manscaped for a few years now. We love the product and I hope you guys will too. Uh, And you're very lucky because today I'm joined by my beautiful assistant who's going to get naked right now and demonstrate how it works.
1: I'm just going to shave off my chest there today. No, I'm only joking with you. This is the new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. I mean, look at its sleek design and how stylish it is. This is the best in body hair grooming. I'm telling you that now. And there's no more nicking your balls when you shave and you can use it in the shower and it's even got a light on it if you, for some reason, you get a power cut and you still need to shave your balls. Here you go, I'll show you. Look, the light comes on and you can still shave. I mean, the light's very useful
2: because my bathroom has very low light, so I do like <laughs> it. And I agree with everything you've said. They also have some really awesome pants as well. Yes. Um, we don't even need to promote them, but I just love the pants so much and you can buy them on the website, so I highly recommend. If you want them, we can give you an exclusive deal. We can get you 20% off and free international shipping with the code GAIN2LOVE20, and you can find our personalized link in the description below
1: so remember use the promo code game to love 20 for 20 percent off plus free shipping and i'm off to go shave my balls let's get into the tennis
2: and we're gonna start with some women's tennis and we have a great tweet here which highlights some of the big results today so i think it was called a day in doha at the top something like that and this is what's happened. So Alexandrova wins consecutive outdoor hardcourt matches and will try to win three in a row above 250 for the second time in her career, which is incredible. <laughs> she's just not that consistent. <laughs> Terrible day for Sarkari yet again. She's yeah. lost an eight consecutive top 30 match. Two, Only two sets one. She just doesn't do well against big players. Doesn't do well in Grand Slams at the moment at all. And she's now leaving the top 10 after two and a half years. Goff loses a very random match. Didn't see it coming against yeah. a non-top five player after seven months. He was 32-0. and 0. We can't be too harsh on Coco Goff. She has been exceptional, but strange loss, I must admit. Uh, where in the past, she only loses to two, uh, number two, three times, number four and number five. Pliskova is, is an incredible form. Uh, wins for the sixth day in a row between two separate tournaments in two different continents. So she's flying. Ostapenko stays undefeated in 2024 against everyone but Azarenka. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And faces Azarenka next. Uh, Serenko gets her first top 10 win in more than five years. 0-16 since defeat against Osaka in 2019. And Osaka wins back-to-back matches for the second time in the last two years. Um, Brilliant. And that's a great one because Osaka was in my top 10. I think she's 700 in the world. But she is a player who I'm hoping can do some damage. Probably not a Roland Garros, and that's relevant to this episode. But you'd expect her still to do all right in this uh, sort of swing in America before we go over
1: to the clay. Definitely, um, I think that the the big players, like you were saying there, Ostapenko. That's one who jumps off the page, having one of uh, best starts to the year ever. And this, uh, well, Azarenka bogey player coming up. We're going to see if suddenly she's able to defeat her. I think that she's got it in the in the tank now. I think that she will be able to beat her and she could set up a match uh, with Iga Sviontek in the round after that. I believe it's quarterfinals that she could face Iga and we know what a bogey player. The opposite way round she is for Iga because she's never lost to Iga and she'll fancy her chances. I think they had a really close match if I'm not uh, mistaken in the Middle East, uh, I think it was a few years ago, where it was it, it was won on like a tie break in the third set. So I expect that one to be a very, very close match. And I have no idea who would win it if we get to see it. But Osaka is the story of the tournament, I, th- I feel. Rebecca are doing well. But Osaka, I uh, watched her match uh, against Martic earlier today. And I thought that she's hitting the ball exceptionally well, Naomi Osaka backhand forehand the movement has always been a bit of an issue so I'm not gonna focus too much on that because I didn't think she was gonna have great movement anyway but her serving looks impeccable and the ball striking I mean she's hitting with some serious power some of the winners she was hitting against Martic. i mean Martic was getting run ragged she's really really dug in on some rallies but she just got over hit by uh, naomi osaka and this is great news if you're an osaka fan because we will be coming into the, the big uh, sunshine double that you were just saying and i think she stands a really good chance of having a good couple of tournaments though well, she got the revenge
2: from Caroline, from Caroline Garcia beating her in uh, in um, uh, Australia, the Australian yep. Open at the start of the year. She's now avenged that and beat her and playing quite well. When you look around the tour and you look in that top 10, and I'm going to get it up for reference, but they don't feel more much confidence at all, a lot of the top 10 players. I feel like you've got Iga and Sabah, Coco Goff as well. I think it's a bit of a one off loss. That's what I'm going to put it down to, but definitely yeah. not helping the case for what I'm going about to say. But the others Jabur, Sarkari, Mukova's injured, Vondrausova, Krachikova, Kasadkina, Hadidmaya, Samsonova, Where's Keys, Kvitova, Kudemetova, Alexandrova, Zvitalina. I just feel like a lot of these players, Garcia, Sastea, I feel they're just very average they're all pretty similar and mm. we're just not seeing consistent results from them i i feel like we're going to get a big overhaul in the top 10 yeah i think we're going to see a big overhaul we're going to see some new names come in there maybe some old names in the likes of uh Ostapenko and pliskova who of course have been in there before return but we're just going to see an overhaul We'll have the the big players like the the likes of your Rabacanaz, Iga, Sabah and yep. Coco. I think she'll be fine. But then the other six, I'm not feeling that confident at all. I mean, have we even seen
1: Pagula play? Um, I'm not even sure the no. the last time that the Australian saw, Open last time we saw her, so. uh, in which she lost to Burrell. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, n- none of them filling me with confidence at all says It says that she has a bit of an injury, a neck injury, so I'm not sure if that's still a thing for Pagula at the moment. Ons Dibur, I think we've got to cut her well. slightly a bit of slack just because she's suffering. I think it's a bit of a knee injury as well at the moment. But like you were saying with the overhaul, I think that we could be seeing that exact thing that you're saying. Obviously, Sakari, this is quite big because she is like a mainstay, even though she doesn't win events. She goes deep in events and she tends to stay in that top 10. I think one person that we need to look at who I think could be a real, real like competitor, like in that top 10, is your girl, which is Linda Noskova. And I think that she's still playing well. She knocked out Sakari, that's why it's a good little segue into. This uh, this little part on her. She had a fantastic one. She beat Eager, and she's beaten Sarkadi now. In the past, what was it month? I mean, what an incredible year start to the year for her, and the sky's the limit. She's already like, well, knocking on the door of what the top twenty now, and then how long if she continues in that form until she makes the top ten? Because she's obviously good enough to beat top ten players. I mean. If we want to talk about young talent as well, Kim Win as well. She's continuing her winning run. I mean, a a win in three sets, but a win's a win. And if she keeps on getting more racking them up, who's, who's to say she won't be like close to maybe top five come the end of the year? I think she's good, but she's not that great. And I feel she was very lucky with a draw
2: at the Australian Open. Yeah. And since then, really, but you can only win who's beat who's in front of you, and she's doing exactly, exactly that. And she's flying up through the rankings. But I wouldn't be surprised if, throughout the duration of this year, she will go out early in some events because she's going to come up against some better players Still and fresh, find it find it a, very challenging. Uh, but that's my assessment there. Um, all in all. A lot of big big defeats and it's just showing that a real inconsistency on the tour maybe some people will be looking at that thinking that's what makes it so interesting because each event we're going to be getting different winners and not sure who's going to be taking it and it is it, I must admit, we, it, does, it does make it quite fascinating but on the subject of are we not really if we have rebecca eager or sabah there because i feel like all of the others just are complete random. And then them guys just clean it up.
1: Well, but is that only... not just
2: what the men's is like as well? I mean, with Djokovic, Nadal.
1: This is why it's interesting to have some other names when they come into the picture. And I feel that Ostapenko is one of the only people who can really trouble those big hitters. I'd say Osaka as well, but she still needs to come back a bit. Look what Ostapenko did to... Bear in mind, Kalinina just uh, knocked out Raducanu with a bagel and then a I think it was a tie break in the second set well she comes up against Ostapenko gets bageled herself and then a 6-3 in the in the next one that's how well Ostapenko's playing she, it, it was light work for her and I'm excited to see her play this next match against Azarenka because if she wins that one she'll have overcome a mental demon as well in Azarenka and then if we get Iga versus Ostapenko and she beats Iga again then she could be, well, it could be an Osaka, to be honest. I mean, Osaka's got Sorenko next and then either Pliskova or Noskova. I mean, it's a possible semi-final here for Osaka if she wants it. It's a nice section for her. And I feel that Noskova's probably the one which she'll fancy her chances getting to a semi-final too.
2: Moving over to the men's and we have Rotterdam, which is happening at the moment. Yes. I did do a draw preview. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. Yannick Sinner yet to play. Um, yeah, but we've seen some other big players play. Rublev managed to beat Zizou Bergs, not that convincing. And my pick to win the whole thing is Alex Dimonor. What did
1: you make of that? I thought it was a nice pick. To be honest, very solid player. Uh, definitely somebody who starts the year well. We've said that many times, and we are at still the beginning of the year. I think that Corder was not an easy match at all. And I don't think that beginning of the year easy. thing runs anymore, man. I just you think he's going to be a good player.
2: We'll wait I think and see he's the end si- of the year. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> yes. he's going to finish inside the top ten this year. Did you have him in your top ten? No, but I think that now. What about Boom as on Valentine's Day? For me, Dimanor going to finish in the top ten. I think he's so underrated. He's he's so good. I'm so impressed. Your, is he by your by new him.
1: love? On he's one of my favorite then?
2: players at the moment. Yeah. I've fallen in love with with the Demon. Balter, watch out. (laughs) And I feel that he is going to win Rotterdam and surprise some people. Of course, Sinner, the big favourite. I think he's got Rublev in one of the next few matches because he's close in the draw. But there's some good players there. Um, Any results you want to highlight? Have you watched much of it yourself?
1: not too much because it's been on during work time. But I'm I'm really impressed with how Bublix uh, started his year as well. I think that he's taken things a bit more seriously. Obviously, he won the title, um, which is actually a bit crazy. His last two matches have both been against Borna Chorich. So he played him in the final in uh, is it Montpellier, Montpellier, wasn't it? And then in the <laughs> first match of the next tournament, he plays him in Rotterdam and then beats him again. <laughs> but more convincingly this time. Uh, Bublik's one of those players. If he really focuses. His skill level is super, super high. He's got a massive serve. If he doesn't mess around with all the hitting it with the handle and the underarm so he's actually a real big threat to like a the, a top 20 player. I think he can beat nearly anybody outside the top 20 with with ease. I think. But you see what he's doing though. He's making waves. And yeah. these tournaments, especially, there's no Medvedev in this tournament either. So it's one less player to worry about. And in his little section, uh, Bublik's playing Raonic next. I think that's another winnable match. Yeah, if you want to get on that, it's good odds as well. 1.62 for Bublik.
2: I think he's going to beat Raonic. I watched him the other day, and despite him winning, I thought he was a bit slow. Well,
1: that injury, I mean, it's it's the
2: there. He's, he's not the same Raonic at all, and I think he's very beatable so i'm surprised the bookies have it as close as what it is because i think there's good good value on a a bet for Bublik. yeah
1: have you noticed there's a change in flag uh shevchenko yeah obviously was probably getting sick of not having a flag next to his name and now he is uh with uh, Bublik in kazakhstan now so he's changed over changed uh, alliances there Uh, i saw some (laughs) i saw some tweet the other day i think it was Hachanov I'm not sure if it was in like a separate tournament but he was saying that he was playing uh Zhang and then everybody was calling it calling or the crowd were calling him Zizu. but obviously I think they were thinking <laughs> of bugs. I think and he was like come on at least get his name right it's not <laughs> that's not his name so, I didn't see that yeah it was quite funny but at least at least he was calling out it was, it's a Zizen, not Zizu. and, but, and who was your what was your prediction for Rotterdam you didn't give it on the podcast. I know I wasn't on that one, unfortunately. I was uh, busy. Um, I mean, it was the obvious one, really. I mean, it would have been a bit boring, like me. Uh, it would have been probably Yannick Sinner to win it. And I think he's got quite a tough section, to be honest, Yannick Sinner. Uh, it's not an easy, it's not a given, because he's actually got uh, Boutique van der Zanschep again. They seem to meet a few times. And then Chapeau on Monfils second round. And then potentially Bublik... In the quarterfinals. So it's not. A, and possibly Ugo Umber if he has a good run as well. Obviously, there's a lot of tennis to be played. Maybe her catch. It's not. It's quite a tough draw, really, I think, for Yannick Sinner on that top half. And we could get Rublev versus Dimonor down the bottom as well. I'd quite like to see that one. I'm not sure who'd win that. Seeing as we're talking about Italians, can we just move to. Well, we want Luciano.
2: Or Luciano, sorry, I should That's say. Better. Terrible, God. Luciano Darderi he he's is at a career high at the moment and he is flying. He's got yes. some good results under his belt. He's just beaten Navone after winning an event. And this is like one of them ones where you looked at it and you thought, yeah, he's probably gonna lose. I think that's where the bookies had it so tight because when you've just gone on and just won all their matches, yeah. usually the next one, new tournament, against a tough, tough opponent, you just lose. And I'm just shocked that he managed to win so comfortably. You said he's beaten not that many great players. And I would like to challenge you on that. He's beaten uh, Hanfman, Baez, Bagnis, and Offner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and Badios Verda, I like as well.
1: Those three in a row, I think. I mean, when I said it and then I looked down it after I said it, I was like, actually, probably wrong there. Offner, Hanfman, and Baez all in and a row. And you can't hide on the clay. This is no. like
2: a real level. And. I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are on him. I've actually watched quite a bit of him, um, yeah, I mean, being Italian. And I truly believe he, at 22 years old, bearing yeah, in mind, I don't know if you realize, only 22. 22 years old has a great future. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see him knocking on the door of the top 20 come the end
1: of the year. Wow, that's something I mean, that's high. High praise uh, from a fellow Italian. Maybe he's been inspired by Yannick Sinner, though. That's the thing. Like Maybe top thirty. I'm just looking at some of the names. Thirty's <laughs> a reasonable one. Possibly. I mean, he's at 76 at the moment, like yeah. you said. But if he keeps on winning, and the, obviously the clay court swing, who knows if he has a good role on Garros as well? Well, I think he's a better player than Massetti. Wow. At I mean, the moment, I, don't I think know he's much about uh, him what's his game style like and just a fighter just he works very hard
2: and he hits quite big um bit of a stocky guy (laughs) Uh, but no just best best thing to do is just watch him yourself he's not that consistent (laughs) and that's the only downside and this is why i'm quite impressed that he's pulled it all together i want to see how he now gets on in buenos aires like can he go on and win that one. Because if he can go back-to-back in Argentina, then no one's going to doubt him. Well, he's done. I don't know who he's got next.
1: Do you know? Um, I'll have a look. But he's done really well to come out of a slump last year. He had an eight-match losing streak uh, in April last year. So to come out of that and come out the other side and now won an event and now doing well in the next event, I- I'm seriously impressed. So... I still think that there is something to do with this whole this yannick sinner has energized some of the young players and it's no coincidence now that you're going to see some other italians coming to the forefront i've noticed vavasori he's playing quite well as, as at the moment too he just yeah,
2: Caboli's the other one
1: yeah caboli really good player well he could be playing sebastian byeth again in that next round and he's just beaten him in the last tournament dardary so fancy his chances again he could cam Norrie in his section down that bottom half and cam nori is a gritty player as well very very th- good on the club i didn't
2: realize Caboni's is actually higher and yeah. he's younger as well he's 21 Kaboli's is seriously good i don't know why i prefer Darderi. maybe i'm getting um i'm getting them too confused in certain things but from what i've seen i really like Darderi, and i think he's going to do very well yeah, I mean, the Italians,
1: I mean, take your pick right now. They've got so many. Probably sinner has motivated motivated them. I think so. I You see somebody, bear in mind, Sina's the same age, he's 22 years old. He must be looking at him thinking, if he can do it, why can't I do it? And they've probably got great team spirit. Obviously, Italy, like they've done so well uh, in the past few months as a team, as a unit uh, together. Surely rubbing shoulders with a Grand Slam champion in Yannick Sinner now. Well, I think the sky's the limit for for him and for Italian players come maybe the next two to three years are going to be big for Italy. And they're
2: all very good on the clay court. So with Roland Garros, and this being the countdown to Roland Garros, these players, what they need to do is climb up the rankings before the cutoff date. So they yep. can get in through automatic entry because you know how tough a qualification is mm. in the Grand Slam. There's gonna be three tough tough matches to get there. It's gonna be it's gonna be really challenging. you may even see some of them pitted up against each other yes. in final rounds of qualifying. So there's no certainty they get in. So on that basis, what they need to do is keep playing these events, keep picking up enough points so they can get in automatically.
1: Do the Casper road and yep. pick up all the 250s <laughs> but um i think it's possible for sure one person i'm really sad that uh, still having a torrid time of it diego Schwartzman, i think he had a wild card into this event still yep. struggling for form unfortunately it wasn't a bad match i think that's one Gallo.
2: winning seven i saw him saying and in the press conference he was talking and saying how he's not sure what the future holds now for him he's gonna have to assess things He's very upset. He yeah. really had high hopes of the season. I mean, we did speak to him. Go check out the interview if you haven't seen it. It's quite yeah. fun talking about Lionel Messi. <laughs> and yeah, it's a sad, sad time for him. Hopefully, he can
1: come back to some kind of level. But I do fear this is kind of the end of him. Yeah, I mean, he's 31 years old, so there's still uh, there's still time to get back into it. But I feel that the sport is sort of moving in a different direction and i don't being... think it's just
2: that man i think he's just not the same level and 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 you've got a lot of young it's it's not that oh, forgiving it. the clay courts like oh. if you're not at it that's it you get swallowed up by some of these
1: players but look that's what i mean the level is constantly rising and if his level isn't going to maintain to get look, with all of what these what names like... here
2: are serious on clay courts yeah i mean to be our echeverry who even lost i mean their class rias who lost Caravelli these guys yeah they just eat you up all of
1: them will some crazy score lines in there as well I mean Echavelli in this tournament I mean Mate, look at the offense.
2: odds all the odds are even no one yeah. can call any of their matches
1: who do you reckon is the favorite for this tournament I mean Echavelli's got a fanciest chances surely I think Tobio there is Cam, I think Cam Norrie is in this one as well he's the Norrie second won't seed win it. And Alcalaz, do don't forget him. He's also. Oh in there. right, <laughs> maybe him then. <laughs> he's at the top. He's playing Ugo I didn't Carabelli he was there. Yeah, he's at, he's at the top of the draw, and he'll be playing uh, Carabelli next. But we could see some exciting matchups. Yeah. Uh, we got I to watch Jett. a lot of
2: them. I love I love watching these sort of kind of events.
1: So. It's the best time, isn't it, yeah. when you get to uh, watch these matches down on those clay courts of South America. I mean. Watch so many uh, challenger matches there. It's just nice when you get some of the top players playing there as well. And I'm I'm happy alcalaz has uh, travelled over there because uh, apparently they put in a, an extra stand as well. They've uh, they've made it bigger from what it was last year as well. So well done to the organisers there over in Buenos Aires for really giving it like uh, what it deserves. I think. Right. Let's save the thought about alcalaz because he's going to be coming up next
2: in the latest news. Right, the first topic in latest news is going to be about Carlos Alcaraz, and it's going to be about a quote he said to the media. I'm not sure, maybe it was in, in Argentina, um, discussing what would he rather and that is an Olympics, Olympic gold medal this year or to win Roland Garros, to which he answered he would rather win Olympic gold.
1: That's it and here it is. Uh, what do we make of this? We can have the debate. Let us know in the comments section as well. Which one would you rather have? Would you rather win Roland Garros or the Olympics? I mean, it depends for me. This is a it's a tough one. It depends how patriotic you are or how much Grand Slams mean to you. I mean, a lot of people grow up watching the Olympics and it means the world to them. Like they go, they watch every single Olympics since they were born. So it is a big thing, the Olympic gold medal to some people. Is it as big in tennis terms for me? I don't think so. I think Roland Garros, I mean, it's been so hard to peel it off of Rafael Nadal's fingertips over the past God knows how many years that to just get your name on the trophy, ask the likes of Djokovic. <laughs> I mean, he'd happily take another one as well, but I think Alka's is going to have another chance for, well, so many chances for Olympic gold in his career. I think shorty got to aim for Roland Garros as soon as possible. Well, he'll be aiming for both. That's not the question. Yeah. It's more what would you
2: rather win if you had to choose one. For me, it's obvious. It's Roland Garros. I think it's tougher. I'd want to want to achieve something which is the toughest thing in the sport to do. And I think winning a Grand Slam is that. I don't think winning an Olympic gold medal necessarily is. That's why you get them freak results from time to time where people win gold medals
1: who aren't necessarily at the top of their game. Um, what about this question then? Um He should have imposed this one. If you end your career and you only have one, an Olympic gold medal or a Roland Garros title, which one do you want to end your career with? It's gotta be, it's gotta be a a Roland Garros title. Surely.
2: Um, Yeah, I I am still a little bit skeptical of tennis in the Olympics, like football. Mm. I can understand the case for it and I do get excited when it's happening, so I can't complain. And we've seen some great matches with Murray. Yep. Del Potro, yep. Nadal. Um, so there's a great history there, but still Grand Slams are the, the pinnacle of the sport and no one will ever change my opinion of that. Um, of course, it is amazing to have an Olympic medal, but I feel an Olympic medal in another discipline is weighs a lot more than what the one for tennis would do.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. It's not quite a 100 metre sprint, is it? <laughs> no, definitely it's not 100 hundred million. Or but <laughs> I'd rather that. Yeah. I mean, for me, you can't. I can't really compare the two. I'm even surprised that it even comes up as a debate when they're saying, talking about like, ah, oh, but so-and-so hasn't won the Olympics. I mean, the what long and short of it is people are striving for Grand Slam titles in tennis. And tennis wasn't always at the Olympics you got to remember that, whereas Grand Slams have pretty much always been within tennis. Djokovic is probably going for Olympic gold because he's already done everything else so many exactly. times. Exactly. That's why I said that other question. If, well, it's like if we said this to Carlos Alcalaz, then <coughs> you can let's just say you got the option. You you end your career with five Roland Garros titles or five Olympic gold medals. Which ones do you want? <laughs> what? i mean it'd be good to end with five olympic gold medals well, but then considering like, they
2: happen every four years ben that's pretty tough yeah it? i
1: know it'd be amazing to peak I every mean. four years that's maybe a better question to ask what would you rather want
2: well another question let's move on to the next part of latest news and that is yannick sinner surprise surprise Ooh. and he was asked if he thinks he can reach world number one
1: Yannick and
2: this is what he had to say so let's see I don't like to talk about ranking I just try to be happy on court and improve as a player that's the only thing I can control I can't control the uncontrollable I'm happy I'm four for at the moment my dream is to become number one in the world I will work as hard as possible but you have to make steps next is free I know if I want to get to number one I have to improve it's gonna be hopefully a good process so mm. I'm posing the question to you Ben do you think he will reach world number one this year
1: oh <laughs> what's what points uh well, i think he well, can let's, let's look at the points yeah, now yeah. Mate. we're in february i know but it's just like one of those things i'm we're not talking about will he end the year as world number one i'm just meaning like as it's a harder thing to guess when points are dropping off and then he's gaining other ones and i think he i think he will at one point, do you reckon he'll be world number I one? I think at one point that the points will drop off for Djokovic and we'll see Yannick Sinner. It might not be for long, but it might be he just grabs it for like a month or something.
2: Yeah, and it'll be interesting if that does happen to see how he handles it. Because when Alcaraz was world number one, we saw that was his worst spell. Mm. It does happen to some players when they're at the top. It's Often true. the pressure of being number one can be another thing altogether. So... I would like to see it it happen. I don't think it's going to happen this year. Uh but if it does, like you think it will, I want to see how he how he handles it. And yeah. it would be good if he can handle it better than Alcaraz did.
1: He's not far behind. You got to remember this. No. Like obviously with uh once Roland Garros commences i mean what did he do last year at ron garros for example that's a good point that's why i was just about to literally look up and uh and i ruined it for you yeah he did but that's fine we can have a look at that now i mean i can't think of the top of my head i can tell you here he lost to daniel Altmaier
2: in the second round and even better for him
1: five sets yeah i mean regardless of the second round i remember yeah i remember it well and uh yeah, it was an incredible match, one of the best matches of the tournament, but unfortunately he just came up against a guy with a one-handed backhand that was in, in like amazing form in Altmaier. and he just got beaten by the better man on the day. That is brilliant news for Yannick Sinner. Yeah. If he if Second Djokovic round. drops off his all of his points and then you get Yannick Sinner go deep in the tournament. This could be the tournament. You don't yeah. know. Roland yeah. Garros could be the one uh, that he finally realised it. Unless Alcaraz maybe goes on and wins Roland <laughs> Garros. Who knows? Maybe Medvedev wins Roland Garros. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many possibilities, but that is massive because he's not actually that far behind. He's like 1,800 points behind. But that Roland Garros, as soon as it starts, they're pretty much level.
2: Yeah, exactly
1: interesting. Djokovic so, is over in America, don't forget, and he hasn't been there for a while. Yeah, that's the <laughs> other thing I was going
2: to say. So there's a lot of points to, to play out, it's a wild assumption to make, no one really knows, but let us know in the comment section, what do you guys think? Do you think Sinner will reach world number one in, in the, this year? And also, what, do you, what would you rather, an Olympic gold medal or a Roland Karros title? Um, let's move on to the next section of the video, and this one is tennis shootout.
1: right tennis shootout this is where myself and jg ask uh, each other a piece of tennis trivia relating to the grand slam we're counting down to we are counting down to roland garros and we're only 104 days to go so um i believe you went first last week so i will go first this week with my question and i'll pose it to you Um, is it multiple choice or not I mean, it can be if you want, Um, or I mean, go on then. I'll make it multiple choice. No, you don't have to, because I didn't do multiple choice. It's fine. I'll make it multiple choice just for you. Okay, here we go. So as we've been talking about the men's and as we've been talking about uh, how difficult it is to get the, the grip of that trophy away from Rafael Nadal over the past two decades, let's say. There's only a few men who have done it, and uh, one of them only did it once. This man was Roger Federer. Once in his career, he won the French Open title. But what I want to know is, (laughs) which was the year that Roger Federer won the French Open? That's a good question. Was it 2005, 2007 or 2009? And there are your three options. Go. This <laughs> guy
2: everyone's going to hate me if I get this wrong. <laughs> 2007. No. The thing is you've, you've thrown me off because I think I fought 2000.
1: I'll stick with it. You're going to go back through all of Rafa's wins. Uh, uh... No, nah, because I thought. I thought
2: 2005 initially, but I knew it took him a while to do it, so maybe it's not. It's
1: quite a long time ago, isn't it, now, if we think yeah. about that?
2: All right, so there it's you go. It's not that, I can tell by your reaction. So. <laughs> it's 2009, isn't it? It's good. Yeah, there yeah. you
1: go. He's got it on the second uh, guess. It was, in fact, 2009 when Roger Federer won his only. Uh, Roland uh, Garros title it wasn't against Rafa obviously it was against uh, Robin Soderling and yeah he won it in straight sets nice comfortable win for big Rodge. but he did lose the final uh, four times to Rafael Nadal Uh, probably was a bit bitter I'm sure (laughs) making it all the way to the final only to be beaten by the same guy multiple times but uh, that's it yeah unfortunately yeah it was 2009 though mate Symbolic, right hopefully yours
2: um you can do a little bit better we'll wait and see okay so mine is surrounding youtube <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and roland garros so as you know we have a somewhat successful tennis youtube channel and we currently have let me just do an updated one 58,248 subscribers on YouTube not bad to the nearest 10,000 how many subscribers does does the Roland
1: Garros Garr- YouTube channel have hmm okay all right, right. okay I mean, this is a very interesting one. We haven't had one about YouTube yet before <laughs> on here. So, I mean, the only thing that I do know, I think Wimbledon have the most on their one. And I think their one was probably something in the range of about, I think it was like 1.8 million or something like that. So I'm going to go Roland on. Garros would probably be up there. I reckon second on the list of the slams. And I reckon it would probably have around point. I'm gonna go with one point three million subscribers. That'd be my guess. Does okay. it have to be to, to ten thousand, you say? I mean you can have to hundred thousand the way you're oh, guessing. I mean yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> right.
2: Oh. right, so yeah, you're nowhere near whatsoever. Oh. Um it's actually half. Um oh. they've got six hundred and thirty eight thousand subscribers
1: on YouTube. So game Ooh. to love's catching them up. <laughs> 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 well if we could have uh half of their subscribers <laughs> be happy. they get to post the matches as well and we're 10th of the way there it's true actually yeah yeah what are they up to <laughs> come on yeah are they are they uh second on the
2: list then or are they not even i, I think second? they are i think wimbledon was like one point i'm guessing by the way 1.1 1. 1 million i thought oh, it okay. was maybe i just got the the ratio is yeah. mixed up. I thought they I the Australian bigger. Open's last, I think, and US Open oh. third. But that's off the wow. top of my head. People can probably comment and say <laughs> how wrong I am. Um, but, yeah, there we go. That does sum up a pretty abysmal uh, tennis shootout section. Uh, last up, we've got some Q&As. Wee. Here it is. Thank you everyone for giving us some questions. Ben selected some of his favourites and we're going to go through them right now. So what do we have first?
1: All right, let's have a look on here. Cheers, everybody. Put this little post out. Ask a question. Uh, Let's go into the first one. (laughs) It's an interesting question, this one. It says, why does Murray sound like he ate hot soup when he runs for a drop shot?
2: I think he just makes so many noises, regardless. Like he's just someone who's very vocal on the tennis court. Yeah. But now you say, "I'm." It does sound like hot soup. It
1: is. It's like. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> I always thought it was like very laboured when he was like run into the net as well it was it's like not was an age al- thing either i feel like he's always been no, like that yeah it looked like he was almost about to fall over every time he nearly got to the net as well so i don't know if it's just some, maybe it's like hot potato like cat like oh, like when you're trying to like juggle one but i have no idea why he sounds like that maybe it's just a, a Mu- andy murrayism uh there's plenty of them but that's just yeah. one of his uh great question though thank you yeah. gentlemen <laughs> yeah,
2: next one on murray uh, should murray skip the clay court season altogether and head straight for the grass yes he should in my opinion
1: yeah i mean i don't think he's going to be uh gaining much i mean he's even been talking about going back down to the challengers now which i don't think a bad idea to be honest for him gain a bit of uh confidence. i think avoid the clay though after losing to Pear, I think it's destroyed his, like, it's really destroyed is like, mental now. So it really needs to get back on the horse and start winning matches before he gets back on the grass. So moving down. Uh, oh, this one from Dr. Fearful. What are your new jobs? <laughs> this is from the last episode where JG just announced that, yeah, we both started new jobs. So,
2: would you like to go first?
1: well it's uh quite similar to our last jobs but it's just like a little step up from them so it was uh i was working in sort of more credit controlling before and now i'm more like financial accounting <laughs> yeah so me i've done something
2: completely different i'm now a swimmer uh professional swimmer wow so, been yeah different to working behind uh, a laptop all day I get to spend some time by the pool practice my
1: strokes get use of those webbed feet as well and yeah <laughs> my swimming's getting quite good so I'm impressed you used to be a lifeguard as well didn't you <laughs> not yet oh you don't have, have the abs for that working towards that Baywatch watch the space right moving down so we've got uh, what do you think about Runa's whole coaching situation uh another coach gone obviously becker now out um i don't think this is positive Didn't last long yeah i don't i feel like he's a bit of a hard person to get on with by the looks of it
2: yeah similar to rajid khan and that was my initial <laughs> feeling um, have to start
1: dating <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't know i feel like um boris was saying stuff about how he doesn't have much time and he's got other things going on but i think he's just covering faruna if i was mm. to read between the lines he was like "Oh, i've got too many other things i couldn't give him the right time he deserves um
1: that's two top but Rudy's coaches. results
2: has been a bit suspect
1: there's two top coaches in a row now moratoglu becker i mean where does he go next is the is the big question is he going to be trying to pinch darren cahill from <laughs> is this the only uh is this the no, only the person one, who, can, it seems. Who, who can make it happen I don't know. Yeah, I'm not very, I just hope he gets one and he sticks with it for at least a couple of years. Uh, that'll be the best thing for him. And what's this one? Uh, just a final. I wouldn't be fitting without a Djokovic uh, supporter in there saying Novak Djokovic's, I think they're supposed to say career, carrier, career is not over. Well, we didn't think it was. One more question. Do you think Novak Djokovic can win another slam? Do you think
2: he can? Yes, of course he can no i think he's finished i don't think he'll win another slam now oh. um i think he'll really struggle what about the olympics then <laughs> might do <laughs> now you can you can never write him off that's the thing um i don't think he was particularly that bad at the australian i'm just just struggled in the semi-final against sinner it's a very uncharacteristic performance but before that you was looking at it thinking who's gonna beat him so of course he's gonna go deep in the slams and he's got a shot at winning any of them so you never know. Let's just see what happens. I think it's going to be dependent on how Sinner and Alcaraz fare on Medvedev. If they go out early or maybe knock each other out and they get to play Djokovic in in, in a fashion where they're not at their best, then, or if Djokovic just hits full form, then he can win it anyway. So never, ever discount him.
1: I totally agree with that. But that sort of uh, caps off... Uh... Another episode of The Countdown. Make sure you have hit a like on the video and subscribe to the channel. Send us in your questions for next week's episode as well. We will be reviewing all of the winners from this week. Obviously, there's a lot of tournaments going on. And will we be announcing Naomi Osaka back on the tour with a tournament win? Who knows?
2: Hopefully, Osaka, a a Darderi double, (laughs) and Alex Dimonor. Um, But you'll see how wrong this is. And laugh at me in a week's time. Thanks for watching. Happy Valentine's Day. Like and subscribe and go check us out on Spotify. We can listen to our beautiful voices on such a romantic day. Uh, see you
1: all soon. La <laughs>
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.